happy hour and wake up and wager. I'm your host, Ricky, here with my co-host, What's Happening, Michelle. Happy Monday. How's it going, Ricky? I'm still on a high. I'm still on a Justin Gaethje high. I know. What a crazy event. I'm. You know what? I had to say it to everybody. I got to watch the, the fights with the Study Fix team. And it was worth staying up really late. I got to say, it was electric in there. So what I'm thinking, Michelle, we will quickly go through the betting notes of UFC 291 and uh, then wrap the show up with our very best baseball bet. Okay. All right. Before we start, though, mm -hmm. I think everybody wants to know, how was your starter pack? How was your <laughs> UFC starter pack? Starter pack was good. I, I was pounding my lemon water. I was two five hours total. So mm -hmm. I don't think you should exceed more than that of the five hour <laughs> energies. So um but I wasn't I wasn't that tired, truthfully. This you know, I was fired up, Michelle. I hear you. You know, I'm, you know, just a little constructive criticism here, but uh you knew I was gonna be there and you knew I don't drink five hour energies next time. Next time, I do like those like little Starbucks frappuccinos or something like that. So think of think of all. You know, I'll just say, to be a guy who brings a case of Five Hour Energy and nobody drinks them but myself, you, you guys are smacking the hand that feeds you. Essentially, it's just not right. Take one out of courtesy for you know, like. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was a hit. Um, okay. Wasn't a hit, but yeah. Let's talk fights. Let's talk fights. Let's start with the girl fight. Um, all right. The Miranda Maverick yep. fight. This one, the biggest betting note, and I know this affected you, it was 19 seconds away from going over the total. So with UFC, I take mostly parlays just because it makes it interesting for me. Usually girl fights go over, go to the distance. Right off the bat, I lost my parlay. It's never good to lose it on fight one. But then again, wouldn't you almost rather than carry it all the way out nine legs and lose? I mean, true. But it's like, all right, well, now what? Now you got to pivot. Now you got to pivot. So 19 seconds. It happens. It happens. Busted my busted my parlay. 19 seconds. Well, let me tell you what. Moving to the next fight, Matthew Semmelsberger busted a lot of parlays. The guy. He got knocked out. Round After three. After the girl fight ended. You put in another parlay. I put in another parlay. Who was the, the first? The first leg. leg. Matthews. Semmelsberger. Locked well, me. You know what, Michelle? You got to be careful with those parlays. And this is why I don't really bet them. But nope. we move on. Medic gets the knockout. Cashes as like a plus 170 dog. Um, but now moving into, moving into the real prelims or the, the main prelims, Jake Matthews gets the finish, which was a steady picks play, but I had a fucking meltdown when that guy like fake getting hit in the nuts. Yeah. Although maybe he didn't, you know, it sounded like maybe he, he did get hit in the heel. Um, from someone who doesn't have nuts, like, it's just so dramatic. Like It's I, not, though, it, to be like, honest. this guy's, it didn't even look like it touched them. It looked dramatic. The funniest part about this entire fight to me was 
how much you fell in love with Jake Matthews after the fight, like because he like hugged the guy. Like, not how okay, did you become right. the world's so, biggest like, Jake Matthews that, fan? Like he didn't hug him, and I didn't get all soft. Soft. When Flowers like went down, he got. This is his debut, right? Yeah, he got. It was his debut. Booed so bad, and you could just tell he was so embarrassed. I think it was like you, he had to keep selling it at that point. Got hit in the gut, got the wind knocked out of him, but then he had to sell that he got hit in the nuts. Long story short, Jake Matthews is still a young guy, been in the, the UFC for a while, and I just appreciated the sportsmanship that he he gave to this kid. Like, he you knew. like class. Like, I love class. Well, he cashed my bet, and that's why I was happy exactly. about it. Exactly. I do like him. So. But, yeah, he is he's a fun fighter. Um, the next one, uh, Roman Kopilov. This <laughs> shit was loud. I saw a video of, um, like, a fan view of this fight. I'll try and find it and post it. This was a mean knockout. Kick to the head. But the, the slap noise, like, yeah. in this video, holy shit. I live bet this one. Copy love by KO slash TKO. We have like a, there's like a chat where you can see in DraftKings, it's called like betting groups. And let me tell you something, Michelle. The reason I was drinking lemon water and locked in was because I was out here sniping and we're going to touch on my live bets. This was the first one. Copy love by KO at 840. Wow. I have the timestamp, 840. Okay. Next fight. CJ Vergara. These guys were dancing. I, that fight, they look like, I think they kept saying it though. They look like they were sparring. Like, I'm going to skip over this one. And it wasn't interesting, <clears throat> so wasn't. keep moving on. Bombfeam. This guy, I got smoked on his brother a couple weeks ago, betting on his brother. They're both very good. This one's a different level of good, I think. First round submission. This was a big steady picks play, a little juicy. It was like the only uh, play that I think was a favorite, but it cashed round one. Yep. Great fight. Main card. Oof. Michael Chiesa, Kevin Holland, open it up. This is where I had a little skid. And I'm going to be a little bit critical here, Michelle. As a fan, again, like keep in mind, don't know the, these guys at all. Um, just specifically giving my fanionship perspective of this fight. Is that a word, fanionship? It is now. All right, let's hear it. I was on the complete wrong side of this one with Michael Chiesa. I, so there's a podcast, there's a UFC betting podcast that I really like to watch. And the one dude on there always talks about like with dogs, is it someone who's going to like really fight for your money? You know, like, like if you're going to bet dogs, you have to know you're not taking someone who's going to go in there and, like, fold like a chair. And I'm not saying Michael Chiesa did that at all. But what I'm saying is, as a fan, hearing, even as he's walking out in the fight, that he has, like, a, like a commentator special next week. You know, he's been doing a lot of, like, broadcasting and stuff like that. It felt... And, and after the performance, it felt like he was a one foot in, one foot out kind of guy, like half 
retire, like half in commentating, half in fighting. And for me, that's like, that's like my biggest pet peeve in life. People on our staff will tell you that I fucking hate one foot in one foot out. It's all in or not in. And I was a little bit upset um, with my Kiesa bet. Yeah, no, I was pissed. I just felt like I was, I bet on someone who didn't really give a fuck if they won that fight. Like, and I could be so wrong. And this guy could have had a trained his ass off and no, I could just be a complete like dumbass idiot right now. And I probably am, but that's in- what it felt like. No, I felt like it too. And I, it was interesting that he took off his, his gloves after the fight. It's Man, like either be a he? broadcaster or a fighter. It's you can't be both. I also felt like he wanted the attention though afterwards. Like I think people were like, "Was is he going to retire after that?" Yeah, he like ripped his gloves right off. But and here's where I'm going with this. I also I lost a bet. Clearly, I'm a, I'm a bitter better there off a loss. But I also bet Tony Ferguson pretty big, considering how big of a dog he was. And I feel the complete opposite about Tony. He he did like dog. Yeah. Dog in there, didn't quit at all, dropped Bobby Green in the first round, got his eye poked. I don't even think that, that really played a factor, but he didn't quit. Even at the end, he, he didn't even tap. Yeah, he fucking. So I just, like, again, Tony Ferguson, warrior. I'll make that bet 10 days a week, seven days a week. But uh, it didn't feel like that with Kiesa. I, I agree. I think it's fucking love Tony, up. Michelle. I love that guy. And I like Bobby Green, too, so it sucked rooted against him. But next fight. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Derek Lewis. Lewis. Oh, I love him. I loved everything about that fight. I loved his, his pants strapping. I think I started blushing. I mean, that was... <laughs> I have never seen entertainment after a fight like that. That was... He's the man. And that was so good to see. Fucking flying knees him right out of the gate. Knocks him out. I'm a petite little woman, and I can't even get my knee that high. That was impressive. That's a big boy. Shout out to the Brady Bag Show for the Derek Lewis pick. Because all of the, like, expert, better type people said he had no fucking shot. And they were adamant on him. And we took him. Plus 250, knockout. That was one of the live spots we hit. Yep. Shout out to Lemon Water. Can't be boozing if you're out here working. But the next one, Michelle. Jan Blockowitz. Alex uh, Pereira. Split decision. Yeah. Split decision. I took Pereira. I took him on the money line, and this was one of those spots where, like, most people said, you're stupid. It, like, why wouldn't you just bet the knockout? Why wouldn't you just bet the knockout? Well... Because, like, sometimes they don't knock them out. And plus 105, it wasn't even that big. It was, like, plus 140 or something, plus 150 for the knockout. So, like, yeah, just uh, three rounds, too. So, but I don't really have much to say there. It was just. All right, main event. Talk to me. I took him. Because I told him so. You know, this is where... We have to give Ricky props where props are due. I don't know if you remember a few weeks back when you took a second and looked into the future uh, on an MLB pick. Well, all week you have been coming into my office and telling me, I see it. I see it. Justin's going to knock him out. 
Justin's going to knock him out. I see it. So, Ricky, you've got a talent. It's kind of scary. It's like a little That's So Raven looking into the future for me. And I give you props. I am very proud of you, Ricky. I appreciate the cup of tea. I cannot see into the future in full transparency. I'm going to tip my secret. Can't right. see into the future, but I'm not joking. I... I had at least 100 people message me about this fight. I told all of them adamantly, without hesitation, Justin Gaethje's winning. Justin Gaethje's winning. I, I posted on the story, and I would have looked like a, a real asshole because I even time-stamped it and wanted it out there. I felt it. Mm-hmm. It was going to be his moment. Dustin Poirier had already had his moment. And he's still a great fighter. He's the man. He he's is. the man. Both these guys are the man. That's why they were that BMF belt. But, yeah, what a... I I just can't, like... That was one of those moments where... I mean, if you bet Justin Gaethje big and you watch that happen live... Gosh. It's why we love it. Exactly. Are you back on uh, Big, Big John's Good Graces? Way back. I got him fucking smoked last week. Back. Back. Just like that. Back. It was a great UFC card, I have to say. Sometimes I'm a little little bored. This one kept me entertained the whole night, so. Yep. So, that's that's the recap. Pretty successful night overall. Steady picks. Plays made money. My plays made money. Brady Bags show definitely made money. They hit a ton of dogs. Um, the only pick that I think they were really like off on was, and they weren't even off because it was a close split decision fight, and it went kind of how they said uh, was the Jan fight. Yeah, and I actually think they were like dead on with the uh, the breakdown. Um, so yeah, no matter who you rode with, you you made money. Awesome. Speaking of the Brady Bags show. Huge shout out to them. We have now reached over a thousand YouTube followers. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the MLB, Ricky. Um, we are up five units. 11, six, and one with, wow. the, with the podcast picks over the last two weeks. So two and a half weeks. I, Ooh, no, three weeks. I love it. Baseball's hard. Um, yeah, baseball is hard. I. Now that the distraction from um, the UFC is gone, like I couldn't focus on baseball with that card coming up. Yeah. But yeah, one pick for today. All right. All right. We are going over to the Bronx, New York. We got Tyler Glass now taking on a mushroom man, Tyler Glass now taking on Domingo. German. Here's the deal with this one. Tyler Glass now, since he has come back from the injury, my man's been lights out. And the main metric that I want to kind of lock into with him is his FIP. For those that are not familiar with the FIP metric for pitchers, uh, Steady Picks refers to it a lot. The reason that we really like this is because Essentially, what it what it values is how well a pitcher does at preventing home runs, preventing walks, preventing hit batters, and 
causing strikeouts. So that's pretty much the name of the game for the pitchers. Don't walk them. Don't give up hard hit home runs and try and strike them out. Now, obviously, there's a lot of other metrics to take into account, but Tyler Glass now is one of the best at that. It's 3.13 FIP in over 60 innings this season. So we're getting behind him here, and we're fading Domingo German, who has given up four home runs in his last 12 innings. He's given up a lot of sharp contact. More importantly, these Yankees are just tumbling. I've been saying it for a few weeks now. They're not playing well. Their offense is not rolling. They played in Sunday night baseball last night and got crushed by the Orioles. This is historically a really bad spot. Teams coming off that Sunday night game. So that is where we are going. Raise money line minus 125 at Rivers. Let's lock it in. Oh, Michelle, one more thing as we get out of here. Let me hear it. The Fantasy Football Show. I have made the announcement. I have made the decision. We're listening. I'm taking the chair because I don't know if I'll... I've always wanted to do a show with Big John. And the only route I had to that chair was winning the league. And I'm fucking taking it. You know what, Ricky? You deserve it. And Michelle, the thing is, it my the reason I'm taking it is because I don't think it will affect what we're doing here. Whether someone else plugs in for me or whether we take a you know, we just come back as needed with the happy hour show. Um we're still gonna we're still gonna like that baseball and make this all work. Alright. So steady picks radio, keep an eye on the fantasy show. Let's have a week. Let's have a week.